Smita's story is about a complete art and heart girl raised by very kind and supportive parents in a rural Indian setup way back in the late 80s where girls and boys had different set of rules and conditions. Her parents fought against all odds to send her to the city and make her the first architect of the vicinity. And though she was always fascinated by the hustle bustle and twinkly lights of the city and though she was told going to the city was a sign of success Smita's real struggle to find her own identity started there. A free-thinking and naive village girl was trying to fit in, unable to comprehend the practical and somewhat selfish ways of living in a city. In a few years, the fake colors and the noise around her made her forget who she really was, and she found herself happily lost, partying her life away as an architect. Then came the next and ultimate success that humankind could ever imagine, pun intended, America. Studying, working and living in America, she was told that she was lucky and could not have asked for more. But though she was living an American dream and enjoying her traveling, was she genuinely feeling happy and lucky inside, she thought. Or once again, did she fall prey to the false sense of success and social conditioning? Did it distract and numb her true inner voice? She didn't know where she was headed. She was running, thinking it's a way forward because everyone around her was also running. Did she have the courage to stop and question, the courage to admit, and the courage to unlearn a few things that she didn't agree with? Well, yes and no. She did stop and question, and she managed to undo a few things, but not all. She was pleased that she realized that she did not want to simply follow the herd, and so Smita stopped, looked back, closed her eyes, and asked herself, "When was the last time you were truly happy and you felt it?" And the answer took her back to the same village, the village that she left in search of happiness. That was the moment she decided to take a U-turn. She realized going back was the way forward. In Smita's story, authenticity is true success, and simplicity is real happiness. Today, she's comforted that she's on her way back. Not yet there, but she believes she is learning, or more accurately put, unlearning. and that my friends is the story so far of smita naik from rajguru nagar pune you are listening to 100 years dot in brought to you by radio room podcast hello listeners and that was the story of smita naik from pune and uh, you know what's really exciting for me is i have smita with me in the studio today since we live in the same building so it's easy for us mm-hmm. we are uh, social distancing for two reasons one is of course because social distancing is the new norm secondly because the mic also catches our uh, sounds closely so uh, hello and welcome smita it's nice to have you on uh, this hello. show of uh, 100 years.in uh, how is covid been treating you the lockdown has it been a good one or a bad one a uh, mixed it's some good things some bad things about it enjoying great peace and quiet great and are you getting used to this whole work from home and live at home all the time yeah i am getting used to it and i am okay with it actually good 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 wonderful uh, we just narrated your story and now the listeners want to know more about what you have in your mind regarding the questions that we come commonly mm-hmm. ask everyone mm-hmm. on this show so i'm going to not uh, i'm not going to lose any more time on this i'm going to start away with the questions with the first question that i always ask everyone what does india mean to smita naik uh, so india to me is 
rich country by rich i mean scientifically naturally historically or culturally which i think is undervalued by its own people why i say that is if you look how our, you look at how our ancestors lived mm-hmm. and how things made sense in the past right be it medicine food science scriptures festivals entire lifestyle in general mm-hmm. right i feel we coexist with our natural environment and that is the most beautiful part of us as a society mm-hmm. uh i think we are we are a nation uh, with rich wisdom uh, we have holistic approach uh, of living inclusive way of existing together mm-hmm. and best part is we didn't have any boundaries or uh, apprehensions uh, so to say uh, if if we go back and look into our past mm-hmm. so uh, that's what india means to me mm-hmm. so, so you india has a more weightage towards what india was in the past hmm. you'd like to hmm. you'd like to hmm. believe that the identity of india has more to do with thousands of years of the past than yes. just the last 200 yes. years of yes. history that we've been hmm. taught yes. that's a very interesting viewpoint and uh, yeah i i agree with that rich cultural uh, pot full of values and and uh, this is new to me the holistic and boundaryless uh, society that we were but obviously you've read a lot more than i have so you know Uh, that aspect could india interestingly to a lot of people uh, that i have spoken to has mm-hmm. put forth this uh, rich cultural value based system and uh, many agree that it's more in the past than today so yes. i see a sort of a revival that is desired but it's yeah. not happening yes and and when i say culture uh, culturally rich i don't mean something that restricts us right yeah. every time we think of a culture or values we have we think about do's and don'ts right for me you know ancestral india was not like that we had culture we had values at the same time we respected each other like yeah. the human beings yeah. animals nature yeah. everything so yeah. it was that all inclusive way of living yeah. though we had culture and values we didn't have boundaries mm. we we were more like live and let live kind mm. of people which mm. i think had changed mm-hmm. and we are now using culture and heritage and values mm. to our benefits mm. uh, just to put limits and boundaries yes but, which is not which was not the case but do you think or do you attribute anything specific for that change to happen yes i think uh, we have stopped being proud of what we had mm-hmm. and we have started uh, i'm not speaking generically but mm-hmm. but we have started blindly copying mm-hmm. some uh, things of mm-hmm. the west mm-hmm. and that's where the disconnect is happening mm-hmm. i mean we don't know what we have mm-hmm. but we want to copy what others have mm-hmm. so uh, that is where we are losing and then we are only using these Uh, words very loosely mm. oh india culture history mm. festivals mm. colors mm. they have become very very uh, uh, shallow mm. words mm. you know mm. i don't know how many people actually want to go in details where right. they come from right and what it means right. to say that right. instead of using it just loosely everywhere right right so right. Uh, that's what i feel interesting and important 
on the morning of 15th august 2047 we will celebrate 100 years of our mm. freedom yeah. and very very uh, important question that i ask what is the india that you imagine that you or people will see on the 15th of august 2047 i imagine uh, or i i would like to imagine mm-hmm. india that is much cleaner cleaner okay and greener cleaner and greener okay yes and okay. and by that i don't only mean the land i also uh, think people and their mindsets hmm. they need to be more cleaner and hmm. and greener hmm. both hmm. the hmm. the land and the people because hmm. country is made of both right. people and land right so people becoming more cleaner in terms of their behavior hmm. in terms of their, uh, their approach to life and also greener which means more uh, in sync with uh, in sync with uh, nature in nature natural environment do you see any challenges for that to happen yes i think the challenge is the way uh, we educate and ra- raise our next generation mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so um i think uh, we are losing connect with what we are uh as a country and who we are as a people as people mm-hmm. that disconnect needs to be mended and that i feel is the responsibility of us our generation mm-hmm. because our next generation needs to uh um needs to be raised in a way that they they know our ancestral skills like craft mm-hmm. farming mm-hmm. growing mm-hmm. your own food mm-hmm. Uh, or building your mm. own houses mm. Mm. right mm. things like that which this generation does not know mm. that i think is going to be the main challenge we need to teach them that uh, we need to build life that is more meaningful mm. uh, not only eventful mm. what i see is next generation and partly our generation is also uh, more interested in eventful life mm. right Hmm. then be it traveling partying uh, working education doing like, things yeah, achieving it's, it's things like, yeah it's like it's like you feel the need to be occupied all the way hmm. having fun all the time hmm. Hmm. but while doing that we need to tell them that it also needs to add meaning hmm. to either your life or someone else's life or something like hmm. right hmm. uh instead of aiming for college degree or well paying jobs mm. i think we need to tell them to add meaning to life meaning yeah that is going to be the main challenge yeah i think that's a very big challenge also to crack would you have thoughts about how this challenge can be overcome to teach people to have meaning in their life uh yes i have i have a 5 year old son and mm. i often think uh how can i make this small change starting mm. from me mm. right how can i make my next generation who is my own son will mm. uh, make him believe that along with building eventful life we mm. also need to have a meaningful life and i thought a lot about it i think we are used to focus on big events of life right. like degree right. job right. marriage right. house yeah, yeah. children yeah. retirement yeah. you know yeah. things or yeah. vacation things yeah. like that yeah. 
what we forget to teach our next generation or ourselves yeah. is that uh, how to enjoy small things they are equally important or mm. in fact for me they are more important mm. because they lead to bigger changes lead to bigger changes yeah yeah i think it's a very strong mantra and someone else i spoke to uh, i think it was uma also had a similar opinion that everyone has to just do the small things and the big things mm. will will fall in place very important what you said and, and parenthood uh, it's more comforting if someone talks about parenthood broken down into small things that we can do rather than just the big Yes. milestones yes. Uh, of life and, and just teaching them to appreciate it we don't even have to make it instruction based mm. that mm. do this or do mm. that just mm. show them that mm. their parents appreciate small things mm. about them and the world mm. and they will learn it they will learn it yeah yeah very important if you wish for something to happen on the 15th of august or by the 15th of august 2047 if there's one thing that must definitely happen what is that one thing that must happen I've said it, but I'll say it again: that <laughs> mindset shift of mindset shift? Indian people and the governance. Okay. I'm not saying government. Yeah, I'm yeah. saying governance. Yeah. Uh, the differentiation between Bharat and mm. India needs mm. to happen. Mm. Okay. How 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 would you explain that? Again, the same thing. You know, India in in our mind is India today, which is today. right mm. we need to go much much deeper into who we are as people mm. as society as mm. culture mm. as country mm. where we come from how our ancestors lived mm. why that was valuable mm. what had changed and why it had changed and 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 are you okay with that change right or are you okay because everyone else is okay right right, right. so uh, it's like it's like everyone is running no one knows where <laughs> right Hmm. one yeah. person needs to stop and ask this question again. this question that yeah. where are we all going yeah. why are we going yeah. why are you going yeah. and why am i going yeah. am i going because you are going and yeah. are you going because everyone else is going yeah. right yeah, someone really needs curious. to stop yeah and ask and am i okay with if you're okay with it go ahead yeah. again we are free country yeah. right yeah. but stop and ask. ask do i want to go that way yeah if you don't so be it <laughs> yeah move Yeah. But that that's very important. But I'm very curious to know that about a lot of people. Mm. Why do they do what they do? Or uh, mm. from again this mm. shows perspective mm. also. Uh, when I started off, also I was from the word go very curious to know. Okay, what is it that people think of twenty six years, twenty seven mm. years from now? Mm. What can change? A lot can change. Mm. But mm. if you look at fifty years behind us, some things might not change as much as we mm. hope that time right. will. Right. Um, time again is a one-dimensional judgment of it. You know, people's effort plus mm. so many circumstances uh, also cause uh, the the effort, the, the effect or the result. So I'm very hopeful of the similar things. You know, like mm. governance has to change over twenty-five years, and it's what I'm very curious about is to know from people what part of it can change and what are these small things that we can pay attention to, just as people, and uh, and. you know that will magnify itself so i'm sure somewhere in there we have a lot of answers that we will start picking as this conversation starts off the vision that you have or the wish list that you mm. place with mm. a mindset shift and governance to change in 26 27 years and i think it's a lot of things mm. but if there is one thing that you would do as an individual mm. 
towards making this shift over the next 25 years mm-hmm. what is it that you would do starting today again very small thing right uh start speaking speaking in your own mother tongue mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. very mm-hmm. small thing mm-hmm. uh travel your own country before you make plans to venture out the world mm-hmm. uh, appreciate small things about you your family your friends your country be proud of who you are mm-hmm. be proud of your country uh, i think it starts there with, yeah, with starts being there. able to be yeah. pr- proud yeah. of what you have experienced and, and yeah. i think it comes with the, it comes with many other things there are things that we are not necessarily going to be proud of over the, mm. the recent past mm. that we have seen but i think to have pride that we are acknowledging that it's not good and that we are willing to change it right is a matter of pride right then we should give ourselves a pat on the back to say okay i think we did something wrong hmm. now let's clean that shit yes. up and yeah, yeah. we will yeah. change that and we'll yeah. learn yeah awesome i think uh, the biggest take home that i have from our conversation so far is the impetus that you're putting on small things yes and i think uh, uh, as listeners I, i think everyone will agree that you know these small things do define the big things and uh, i see that coming back in all the questions that i ask and i think mm-hmm. you're very convinced that that is uh, the way it can change yes i'm very convinced that going back is the way forward mm-hmm. interesting line so if we are thinking that just running towards something is progress we also need to stop and go back and see if we are forgetting something and and that could lead us to where we want to reach super i love that i love that i think it's uh, it's heavy and important and at the same time it's very comforting to mm. know that your responsibility or my responsibility or our responsibility if we want to change what is happening lies in something as small as doing one small thing at a time yes and it's very comforting yeah. yes it's, unli- it's unlike going to someone and saying you have this huge burden of having to change the nation right like no you yeah. just have to do one at small your thing. level just start speaking in your own mother tongue that's the small thing which i'm doing i'm teaching my son great uh and i'm i'm teaching him to be proud of it mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. i think our generation was taught to be proud uh if you can speak english yes right i agree there was one girl in my class who could speak fluent english and mm-hmm. everyone who was giving her so much importance yeah. because she could speak english yeah. and i was like yeah. you know, i was i was that kid in the house <laughs> i was that kid in the family and <laughs> i'm i'm like i'm getting 90 in marathi and yeah. like i can write marathi yeah. poems i'm <laughs> writing stories yeah until today i never got no. any appreciation for no. that right and yeah. then i'm thinking why why are we so not proud of what we not have proud. and why we are you know running after something which is not ours yeah it's yeah. good to learn i'm not saying no but yeah. be proud of what you have first yeah. first be comfortable with comfortable own yourself with yeah. and yeah. then then learn yeah i think in the days to come this will change with the new nep also hopefully with the proper implementation it will evoke this uh, this interest in local languages and i think we have i always believe that india has 
tremendous power in the diversity yes just the fact that we have so many languages just the fact that we have so many cultural yes. backgrounds and religion and spiritual ideas and philosophies and different ways of life you know right from tribal living to urban uh, splurge yes. we, we have a mix of everything yes. and if we can bind acceptance and inclusiveness mm-hmm. in that i think exactly that's our beauty yeah. right we need yeah. to just respect everyone's way of life right and learn from it and there yeah. are no boundaries that we need to put on us or each other that's yeah. all yeah fantastic i have a lot of things that we have learned today and i have a bunch of notes from what we have spoken um i like that you started off reminding everyone that we have a rich and cultural background so i think it's great to start our conversation by acknowledging that um and also towards the end coming back to the same point saying mm-hmm. the way forward is probably going a little bit into the in the back also um, to 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 quote what you said going back is part of the way forward and i think i agree with that uh, wholesomely uh, to make life more meaningful than eventful is another very important mm-hmm. lesson we learned today and i value that uh, input that you shared with us your dream or your imagination of india to be cleaner and greener not just the land but also you mean people mm. uh, being more cleaner and greener i think it's also a great input that we have picked up from you today and uh, the essential part the most important one for me personally is how small things need to be done to make big things happen so smita i thank you so much for spending time giving us all these inputs and uh, i hope listeners will appreciate uh, all the all the comments and this conversation and going forward uh, some day we will have this conversation Uh, yes. as we see these changes yes, happen yes yes and thank you so much for inviting me here and giving me this opportunity i had fun thanks so i i hope <laughs> listeners also have fun yeah i'm always hopeful that listeners have fun <laughs> I, i'm i'm hopeful the listeners have questions i am hopeful that listeners have comments i am hopeful that listeners have um things to debate and put forth mm-hmm, counterpointing mm-hmm, yes. you know putting a counterpoint saying okay this viewpoint is nice but here's what i yeah. think and i think collectively as people if we just learn to have yes. this conversation that yes. opens up uh, our minds and helps us teach yes yeah that be useful so good i'm going to end with that so thank you once again smita like and thank uh, you i i really hope uh, all your dreams and visions will come true over the next 26 years and all we need to do is we need to do that one small thing and i'm sure we'll all get there thanks once again thank you have you. a nice day beautiful initiative thank you again amar thank you thank you very much and that was my conversation with smita naik from rajgurunagar in pune Thank you so much listeners for your time and attention. My name is Amar Kulkarni. You've been listening to 100years.in brought to you by Radio Room Podcast. Stay tuned on the coming weekend on Sunday for the next episode where we have something really special happening. Until then, you take good care of yourselves. Bye-bye.